Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm speaking with Allison Weeks of Bohemian Highway in Sonoma County. Allison, so much fun to hang out with you today. Thanks for having me. This is perfect. This is going to be cool because, (laughs) frankly, we don't know each other very well. We don't, although we have a lot of mutual friends. We do. So I'm kind of excited because I am a big admirer of all things Bohemian Highway. So... I can't wait to share all the cool, fun stuff that you guys do. But let's first talk about your career. What was your first job ever? First full-time job? After college, I got my master's in photography and um, was lucky enough to win a photo contest and was brought on by Sunset Magazine and Men's Health Magazine as um, a staff photographer, which was really fun and kind of drew me to a lot of different places. Every day was different and, um, you know, got to explore the world through my camera. So that was fantastic kind of launch into (laughs) the working world. What a great job. It was great. And all the great places you must have visited. Um, Yeah, it was mostly, you know, West Coast driven. So New Mexico and California, Arizona. So doing stories, um, you know, visually was um, was the name of the game. So how could you ever leave that job? Well, I think um, with stock photography and sort of the advent of that, there was less and less room for, um, you know, freelance staff photographers. Uh, so sort of the industry just really changed. Okay. And also my life changed. I had um, gotten married and, you know, it was starting a family and moved up to wine country and um so the opportunities here were were very very different there was a lot of weddings here a lot of you know portrait work a lot of work with different corporations headshots things like that and so i sort of fell into a nice routine there did hundreds of weddings um, (laughs) which was actually really great to have a family and you know work one big saturday but be able to kind of process the images in my own time and um, I really love that connection I had with people, such an intimate time in their lives, you know, to be with them on their wedding day. So Absolutely. it was nice to explore for a while. Yeah. So when did you and your husband launch come, this thing? Yeah, come up with the <laughs> idea for Bohemian Highway. So my husband was sitting at uh, one of his favorite coffee shops and started watching, um, you know, sort of tour buses go by and... There's no knock on tour buses whatsoever, but his thought was, you know, I feel like they might be missing some things. And um, here he was sitting at like a quaint, you know, coffee bar. And he said, well, for instance, this place, this is, you know, a great local resource and and speaks to the community and, um, you know, an authentic little uh, hidden spot. So we started brainstorming over a glass of wine one night, everything we would do different. So... We thought our cars would be really different, and therefore, you know, we would want cars that could climb up mountains and and go places that others can't, and our hosts would be different, and they would be really wine-educated and have a lot of interaction with the guests and be able to kind of take their wine knowledge or their culinary interests uh, to a new level, and we would, um, would, you know, 
maybe not serve a deli sandwich, but we'd have these like gourmet lunch lunches that were pulled super fresh and, and, you know, really speak to sort of that great, you know, asset that we have at our fingertips, really the local seasonal produce that we're, you know, so lucky to have. So the idea sort of, you know, started judging itself. And interestingly enough, um, the day I had my third son, my husband went down to the parking lot in the hospital and quit his job. Oh my that gosh. Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I joke that I got two babies that day. I got a work <laughs> baby and a real baby, but I think, you know, if he was following his heart, um, this was our path that we were meant to take and he was ready. So what is your role? Obviously my husband and I founded it. So co-founder, but really I'm in charge of strategic partnerships and then all the marketing that surrounds the company. And we've had some amazing opportunities in that realm and some nice press. And so I manage all of that. Did you all have a mentor that helped guide you along the way or did you just go rogue and <laughs> do it I think all we went on your own? Super, super rogue. Um, my husband came from the pharmaceutical industry and he really understands the winemaking process and what you know, the technical aspects of that really entail. So that was a nice um, sort of symbiotic, uh, you know, path for him in some regards. And then we're avid travelers. He's from New Zealand. I'm from here. And we, we've we traveled many, many countries. And, and I think we feel most alive when we have, you know, unique, authentic experiences. And so uh, in a way we went rogue, but in a way this has always been in us. A nice thing to be able to explore together, for sure. What do you hope people that take advantage of Bohemia Highway, what do you hope their takeaway is? I honestly feel um, like they need to leave. We, ha- we haven't done our job if they haven't left feeling more connected to this region, to what makes it so unique, to the artisans, to the makers, to the winemakers, to the growers the chefs, um, just really understanding how dynamic that process is and how special it is and how much care goes into um, everything. And also, you know, this region has a really huge sustainability nod, and I think it's what makes it really unique um, wine region. And I love to be able to explore that with people. And when you speak of this region, you mean Sonoma County? I mean Sonoma County, yeah. You are focused We on are. Sonoma we do County. do some work in Napa um, and I think we're, you know, being pulled that direction more and more. But I'm on the Sonoma County Tourism Board. I think that this is just such a special place, the fact that we have the coastline and we've got, you know, all the ranches and farms and wineries and everything. I really, my heart is here. Top moment of your career so far? We will have um, a New York Times travel section feature coming out very shortly and I think being recognized uh, for being a tour company that supports regenerative farming and being able to show guests you know a unique side of this region uh, in that way being sort of a, a, a thought provoker in that way is is probably going to be a my yeah <laughs> okay well that certainly is something to be proud of For sure. You guys went rogue. So you guys have done everything on your own and that's worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Fascinating. I think one of the unique things about our business, um, which has been the most challenging actually, is to differentiate our business from a transportation company. Mm -hmm. And how do you think you've done that? 
I think it's really a, a big marketing game and a big, um, you know, we price ourselves differently. We have a per person price and not an hourly. And, you know, there's all these little things we can do within our business to try and differentiate. But, um, you know, historically that has been the way that you've explored wine country. And so we are starting to, you know, hopefully pave a new direction there with, um, with an all-inclusive package and, um, the tasting fees are included and the lunch is included and we really want to be an adventure company in that way. So let's speak about maybe one of your more popular offerings. Sure. Can you share that with yeah. us? Yeah. We've got two that are pretty popular. One is you go out with a winemaker for the day. Um, we've got some amazing winemakers in our, t- in our toolbox and, um, you explore the day through their eyes and they're able to pour you their wine and speak to the winemaking process. You can visit a production facility with them, go out into the vineyards, depending on, you know, um, where we are in the year. Um, it looks a little different, but, um, being able to have access, I think all day to somebody that, you know, knows their craft so well and is so passionate and can kind of help veer you in the, in the direction, um, you know, understand your preferences a little bit more has been great. And then we have, um, we have, I guess our most basic tour is one that really just hones in on small producers, um, family run wineries, um, family, you know, owned and operated and sometimes multi-generational and, um, a lot of the times you've never heard of this place, but you become their biggest fans. And um, so that's something that we really try to specialize in. Are there plans to do something new that you can share with? One thing that's always on the horizon is expanding to other wine regions. Um, so we're looking pretty closely at Willamette Valley and then sort of the Ojai, um, Santa Barbara, you know, San Inez Valley. Um so that's definitely on the horizon, but I'd say that we are um, looking at creating adventure kits for people. Um, so I'll just leave it at that for now, but it's okay. pretty exciting. What drives you? How do you, how do you keep going and keep coming up with new ideas? Uh, I actually think the monotony, when I start to feel like things are getting monotonous, um, just being able to change direction a little bit drives me to keep creating, you know? I think photography was so beautiful and that every day was so different and every connection was so different that I want to keep that going through this tour business as well. You and your husband have such different backgrounds. <laughs> we do. I mean, you're the creative mm-hmm. and he is, um, dare I say, the nerdy one. <laughs> <laughs> he deals with all our insurance and taxes and he's very operational in that manner. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's, it makes for an interesting combination, but you clearly complement each other. Oh, so so it's fascinating that you have this business. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating to me, at least. Thank you. Yeah. Super cool. You also, though, do these overnight mm-hmm. uh, camping trips, which I think it's super cool. How did you come up with that idea? Yeah, so the adventure kits that I were I was sort of alluding to are in the same vein, and it was really born out of the idea that people don't necessarily need a host to explore this region, and sometimes you can make a deeper connection by just going on your own time and, you know, using your own lens. Um, so we have rooftop uh, tents that we put on our um, 
our classic Land Rover Defenders and give people a Bohemian Highway roadmap to the region. Um, so that's anything from oyster shucking to tide pooling to hiking to, you know, an artisan baker. There's just a beautifully crafted list that we worked pretty hard on so people could, could you know, go to what speaks to them most um, with whomever they choose. Mm, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, that's been really fun. That's um, a roadmap. A roadmap. Do you get motivated? Are you influenced by others? Oh, absolutely. And who might some of those people be? It's usually people in other industries. So, you know, when we started this company, we were looking a lot at Basecamp. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a, it's a company that goes in and, and, you know, takes over sort of rundown motels and gives them a really beautiful refresh and they just had a really interesting business model and I think their price point was really approachable and I get motivated by people taking something that we may overlook and being able to kind of revamp it. I remember hearing a story about um, uh, Richard Branson, you know, in Virgin Airlines and he wanted to turn the whole airline company up on its belly and so when you you know, like I said, with Bohemian Highway, everything is different. The lighting in the airplanes was different. The seats were different. The entertainment on flight was different. The choices of beverages were different. And I just, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think he's such a super cool he's innovator. Amazing. Yeah, Absolutely amazing. I like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also like the Spanx woman. <laughs> I think she's well. Super thank cool. God for her. <laughs> yeah, she was innovative. <laughs> She took the girdle to a whole new she level. She was a lifesaver. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Well, Allison, let's now talk about your personal life, shall we? Sure. When did you move to Sonoma, and how did you choose the city of Sonoma to live in? We called it our migration north, so we were in San Francisco for a long time. We did Sausalito, which we loved, and then when we wanted to start a family, I think Sonoma was just such a beautiful fit for us. You know, I think it was everything we wanted. The small town, but big enough to have resources, and um, so, yeah, we've been here about 14 years now. If we took a step inside your home, what would we see? What's your decorating style? What's the predominant colors? Talk to me. Uh, We've got a very boho uh, house, so (laughs) it's very fitting. We've got a spiral staircase and um, lots of color. I'm not afraid of color. Um, What are the colors? Oh, um, teals and reds and beiges and... um, Wow. We, we just moved into our house about a year ago, so I still have a lot of work to do. But it's it's at the fun it's at the fun spot now. Yeah. It does have a lot of color. Yeah, is I'm that like a color. teal wall, um, or teal couch, or what's not, teal? Not yet. Gosh, <laughs> you're giving me ideas. Um, we've got a big teal hutch, and we've oh. got that's probably my favorite color these days. Teals or turquoise. Okay. Yeah. How would you describe your style? Uh, eclectic, worldly, boho combination okay when you kick back and relax whenever you have time to do that (laughs) where do you retreat to well I'd say pre-covid traveling was definitely my I call it my religion it's where I seek perspective it's where I can reflect it's really you know that's that's my happy place and that's where I like to make any big decisions actually when I just can forego a lot of the everyday stressors 
I like to read. Um, I'm sort of getting into gardening lately. I like bad reality TV, I'll be honest. Oh <laughs> well, first, sort of the mind-numbing stuff does do good things for me when it's, you know, chaotic. Okay, well, let's dive into a couple of these things. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm reading Untamed, and I'm also reading a book called The Naked Mind, which really explores sort of alcoholic tendencies. It's really interesting and um, just sort of culturally how we look at alcohol. And I find it fascinating having a wine and culinary tour business just to sort of understand like our, you know, if we're stressed, we're going to have a glass of wine. And if we go out with friends, we're going to have a glass of wine. And just really understanding our habits around it, I think is healthy. That seems like an interesting choice considering mm-hmm. you li- live in wine country. I, well, I think that's why. <laughs> I think it's so prevalent. And I think my kids are at an age now where, um, you know, they're seeing a lot of drinking around them. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I have a good family narrative around what our comfort level is. And, you know, my son will be driving before I know it. And so I just, I want to, I want to dive a little deeper. Okay. So it's been, it, that's been fun actually to explore. It not, uh, fun's not the right word, but intriguing. It's intriguing. And educational educational definitely what kind of bad tv do you like to watch oh gosh i'm really name a show or two or three well i'm a little obsessed with erica jane and the real housewives of beverly hills right now that storyline is just fascinating okay (laughs) how many years have you been watching that too many way too many my husband (laughs) husband just has no clue why i watched that um does he just roll his eyes he rolls his eyes and then he'll try to flip it to sports i also love um I love like all the HGTV shows. And, oh, well, that's you know. good. Yeah. That's a good balance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love a good, you know, 60 minutes or some sort of amazing documentary. So it's all over the place, really. Okay. You got some balance there. <laughs> you got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. When you kick back and relax, uh, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Mm, well, Everything again, but I would say we went to a Milky Chance concert recently after Bottle Rock, and that was a. I'm really into him right now. Um, okay. That band, um, they're a German band, and they're amazing. And um, I love Fleetwood Mac. I love you know some oldies in there. I don't know, all over the place, really. Do you have a hobby? Do you collect anything? Do you have time to have a hobby? I don't know if I do right now. I don't think I have. I'm not collecting anything right now. Nope. Okay. How about this? Is there something that people might be surprised to learn about you? Did you do something crazy as a child? Do you skydive? Do you rappel down mountains? Um, I don't know. Well, I something out of the ordinary that's not common knowledge. I, um, like I said, I'm a huge traveler. And um, one time I camped through uh, Kenya. And we hired local men to watch our tent to make sure that no lions came. And we paid them with a goat. Okay, that's pretty bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those stories. It's like, that's actually how, you know, adventurous I can be sometimes. And they were happy with their goat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Mm -hmm. And your stuff was all still there. Oh, yeah. And and no lions ate us. That's good. (laughs) You're here to tell the story. Yeah, we are. Okay. Well, I can 
seriously say that that's the first <laughs> I've ever heard about goat for a payment and um, a lion's not eating someone. <laughs> uh, we're in wine country. I have to ask, what do you like to drink at home? Are you it a changes, wine? Are you it? a wine girl, or oh, do you yeah, like a cocktail? Um, it changes. I'd say um, I love an unoaked Chardonnay right now. I also like um, Zinfandel, like big glass of probably Bedrock Zinfandel would be like my winter, you know, jam. My winter okay. jammy jam, yeah, jammy jammy Zinfandel. You mentioned you like to travel. You haven't been able to do much of that. Is there a meaningful trip that you've taken in your past that you can share? Oh yeah, I think. My Other sp- than the lion, <laughs> <laughs> lion, um, super eye-opening trip that was. But I would say I have the biggest connection to Bali. Um, I love the Hindu, you know, spiritual side. I love the yoga. I love. I just, it's so magical. I've been there many, many times. I used to go with my mom every summer. We would do yoga retreats together, and yeah, that's probably my most meaningful spiritual best self is is on the beaches of bali bucket list item Mm. have you done everything or is there a few things still left to do and what might one or two of them be i think a very long trip with my family maybe a year or so um is on the horizon we've done a couple but i feel like once every five years i get that itch and before they're completely you know flown the nest i'd like to do it one more time I don't know. I'm thinking about going to the Olympics one year. Oh. That's one kind of fun. Yeah. Depending, Depending on where, where it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not the LA Olympics, but somewhere right. else a little bit more exotic. I think that would be, I think that would be really just up close and, you know, be able to watch those athletes just hone in on, you know, their competitive spirit and just, they're just amazing little miracles, you know. 25 years from now, what does that look like? What does your life look like? I think just happy, feeling more settled, more grounded, having have done a lot of things off my bucket list and feeling um, like it's okay to slow down and, you know, the pace of life can look a little bit different. I think I'm looking forward to that. We're going to wrap things up now with five quick questions. You ready? Sure. They're really lighthearted. Okay. What kind of car do you drive? Gosh, we have so many cars with the business. Today, I'm driving a vintage Defender. That's kind of cool. Yes. What's your favorite holiday? I'd say Christmas. Christmas morning, cup of hot chocolate, fire on. Can't beat it. What's your favorite flower? Gardenia. Who's your favorite actor or one of your favorite actors? I like Kate Winslet and Reese Witherspoon. And I think I'm drawn to actresses that um, I also know are just really intelligent. It's really good to the you know, that, that are good role models, really. And what would we find in your nightstand? Uh, a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always have a piece of my mother's jewelry. She passed away, so I have a little piece of jewelry. I've got family photo in there. Usually all the, you know, all the things I don't want my puppy to eat get thrown into the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a good collection of items. Allison, it's been so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. What an honor. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.